Love and marriage. Love and marriage go together like a horse and... Nah, let's just elope. This is Signs of the Times Radio with Kent Kingston. Well, it's April. Uh, April's really special for me because it's my wedding anniversary. And on the front cover of Science Magazine this month, we have a lovely wedding photo. Not, not of mine, but of a, a friend of uh, some friends of ours. And in the studio today, I have with me the author of our cover article, Saying I Do. And that is Melody Tan. How are you, Melody? Good, thank you. So, Melody, you're uh, my fellow editor in our sis- for our sister magazine, Mums at the Table. Mm-hmm. This is your opportunity to give a bit of a, a free plug about Mums at the Table. T- tell us about that. Well, Mums at the Table is a magazine for, surprise, surprise, mums. I never would have guessed that. No, nah, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have. <laughs> it's pretty much a parenting magazine, lifestyle magazine, and anything that you want to know from a mum's perspective. Okay. And the magazine is also a, a friend of the TV show of the same name and the, and yes, the, the website, the social media presence. Yes. So we have a TV show, a weekly TV show on Channel 72 in Australia, the Australian Christian Channel as well, and Hope Channel New Zealand. And we have a website and social media page, so all named other, under Mums at the Table. Okay. So there you go. So if you Google Mums at the Table, you'll probably find... We hope. You hope so. <laughs> so what was it? Just, just but you just go to mumsatthetable.com and you will get in, introduced to the entire community that is Mums at the Table. There you go. Mumsatthetable.com. Check that out. And uh, yeah, find out about more about what Melody's doing uh, with that exciting project. So, Melody, you wrote an article for us in Science Magazine, the cover article, as I said. Well done. Oh, thank well you. Done. Thank you. You wrote about eloping. Yep. Did you elope? Are, are you an eloper? I, I did not elope, but it seriously crossed my mind when okay. we were planning our wedding. And, and was April also your wedding anniversary month? I mean, a, a lot of people get married in autumn. Was was it your month? No, we did uh, October was ours. Oh, uh, your more spring wedding. Yeah, uh, because, you know, I have hay fever and it's just a wonderful time to be getting walking down the aisle. <laughs> Wiping away your nose and, oh, she's so emotional. Yeah. And he goes, no, it's hay fever. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so um, you mentioned in the article it was a pretty busy time getting ready for your wedding. It was, largely because my husband didn't believe in a long engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just like, well, let's just get married next month. And I'm like, are you crazy? We can't get married next month. I managed to talk him down to actually getting married in the same year. Oh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> so we had nine to ten months to plan for the wedding. Yep. And it's not too bad. It's not too bad if you were willing to spend the big dollars, which we weren't. Because uh-huh. we decided, well, we were paying for the wedding ourselves. And so we ended up wanting to do everything ourselves because, you know, we were the frugal cheapskate types. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to take, we, it's a DIY decorations, DIY venue, DIY catering. Everything had to be planned ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it requires a lot of craft and planning and organization, which, you know, requires time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of sitting around on the lounge room floor till two in the morning, like cutting things up or copying things or yep. t- tying ribbons on things. That or- sounds pretty much what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and you say in the article that was uh, 
possibly one of the biggest strains you'd had on your relationship up to that point? I think it was, yeah, it was, it was really, it was really, because I think it was a stress that you knew that the wedding was coming up and you had to get all these things done. And mm-hmm. there's this whole like, oh, maybe that person isn't doing enough. Come on, hurry up. We need to do this. Stop sitting around watching TV. Mm-hmm. You need to cut some paper, cut some, tie some ribbons or something <laughs> like that. And yeah, so it was, it was a little bit frustrating as I think most people when they plan a wedding, most couples when they plan a wedding are frustrated with each other anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether we had an added element of stress or not, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was really like, why are we doing this? We can just choose a venue, the two of us leave and we don't even need to do any decorations. Yes. Uh, so elopement was a, a temptation, was it? It was a very, very strong temptation. <laughs> so that's interesting. So even though you didn't choose to elope, you, you understand, you have some sympathy for the, you know, for that impulse. Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. All right. So what, what is the definition of, is, is it elopement or eloping? I, I don't know. You're, you're an editor. So are you. <laughs> yeah. You tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I think either or. <laughs> Well, I don't know what the dictionary definition is per se. I did not look that up. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking about colloquial, colloquially. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, the perception of eloping has changed throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Previously, I mean, you would think that eloping is it's basically a couple running away trying to avoid scandal right so this is if if Romeo and Juliet had decided against the whole pretend suicide debacle <laughs> and, and, and they had Where actually chosen the easier option that's right they actually could have run away from Verona to to Naples and got married there and lived happily ever after without their parents permission or anything just found a priest and yeah. Done it in a little chapel and boom, yeah. that was elopement in the old days. Yeah. Or, or perhaps the shotgun wedding, she's pregnant. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's pretty much the, the two main reasons why people would choose to elope back mm-hmm. then. Parents don't approve or pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that doesn't seem to be the case these days. Is, is that what you're this, suggesting? Yeah. These days, it would seem like I was just talking to, talking to the people that I actually interviewed in the magazine in mm. an article. It seems like elopement, eloping is something that people choose to do simply because they don't want to throw a ginormous party. Uh huh. And why wouldn't you want to do that? That sounds like fun. If you're the extroverted party planning, I'm not sure what other verbs to use there. <laughs> I, I think you've made it pretty clear. Yeah. But I, and some people aren't like that. Some people are quieter, more introverted. I, th- yeah. I think there was a there was a couple in in your article who said, "Look, you know, when it comes to your birthday party, you know, do you want to invite three hundred people to your birthday yeah. party?" And um, and that's and, the thing. Yeah, and I have not friends. Does. Yeah, exactly. I have friends who would love to throw a big party. Any any excuse for a party. They're turning mm-hmm. twenty one. That's a good excuse. But they might be turning twenty six, and that's still a good excuse. <laughs> so anything anything to throw throw a party, they would want to throw a party. And and so weddings are great for that because you know they thrive and they live on that kind of stuff and mm. there's nothing wrong with that but there are some people who actually prefer something a bit quieter mm-hmm. who probably don't want to go through the whole hassle of trying to think of all the different things now 
I want to say that there's some people who probably don't want to spend the big bucks either. Yeah. But well, what's what's the average spend on a wedding these f- days? Fifty thousand dollars. Five zero. Yes. My goodness. That's that's that could actually be an annual salary for oh, someone. Man, that that's nuts. I mean, I got married in 1996, and I remember we spent six thousand dollars, and I was just like, horrified for years afterwards. Like, we could have used that money for so many other things. And yeah, we had exactly. To split, like her parents uh, gave us two. My parents gave us two. We paid two. So it wasn't too much of a burden, but still six thousand dollars. But fifty, I don't know what people spend it on. Well, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, crazy. but the crazy. Well, the, the interesting thing about talking to one of the people I interviewed who actually does specializing mm. eloping. This is the elopement collective. Yeah, okay. There's a whole. There's a whole there's an industry. Indus- there's yes. an industry. Yeah, exactly. But he says that actually most of these couples don't actually do it for the cost. I mean, it's a good benefit because mm. you know you can then save it to for your deposit for a house or for your honeymoon or whatever mm-hmm. it's a good benefit but that's actually not the main driving factor for why they choose to elope well what is the main driving factor it's the hassle really they just want simplicity yeah so this is the whole um, Marie Kondo, you know, <laughs> let's just keep things simple, you know, like minimalism. Yes, a big wedding doesn't spark joy. A small one does. <laughs> a wedding doesn't spark joy. <laughs> I love, does it spark joy? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's simplicity. It's, wow, that's that's interesting, isn't it? As opposed to extravagance and over the top and the dream wedding. and the, mm. Wow, okay, that's interesting. Is, is it a trend? Do you think? I mean, you know, given, you know, simplicity, minimalism, Marie Kondo, is it, is it, is it a trend? I believe it's a trend simply because there's a whole industry revolving around it. I mean, mm-hmm. why would you start up businesses if no one is actually doing yeah. it? So there's a demand. I, th- I think the Elopement Collective, you said they had another business name and when they changed the name to the Elopement Collective, yeah. they had this surge of, yeah. of interest and, and well, bookings. It actually started off, they, they started off doing just weddings and mm-hmm. generally, but then they, they discovered that, hey, we could specialize in eloping. Mm-hmm. And they did, and they flourished. So wow! So what does actually? I mean, if if eloping isn't running away to Naples and getting married by a priest in a chapel, you know, like Romeo and Juliet should have done, what does it actually look like in the twenty first century? A lot of it involves overseas destination. Mm-hmm. So it's I, a good way to cut down the number of people who come to yeah, your exactly, wedding, isn't it? Exactly. Even if it's not eloping, but yeah, go on. Yeah, so it's uh, overseas destination, which you could combine then with your honeymoon because mm-hmm. you're already there and. It, involves a much smaller number of people mm-hmm. essentially so that's basically the definition of smaller number of people uh, some people call it a mini wedding is sort of what halfway between elopement and a big wedding or? yeah so well elop- eloping po- sometimes most of the times cuts through all the all your traditional elements of stuff so basically it's it's you your partner a mm-hmm. celebrant and you need witnesses legally, yeah, don't you? Yeah, you need witnesses. So, and so usually it's about 10 people. Like, you know, you think usually it's like, oh, you're going to get only two people because mm-hmm. that's the bare minimum of witnesses. But they do invite a little bit more people mm-hmm. to an eloping kind of wedding. I'm not entirely sure what to call it now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is, well, yeah, maybe not a wedding, but it certainly is a marriage ceremony of, yeah. of some description yeah. in order for it to be legal. I guess technically you could go to the courthouse and you know, get signed by a JP and that would be eloping too, wouldn't it? It would be, but I think most couples choose to have a little bit of... A little bit of ceremony. Blair, I guess. Mm, bit of creativity. That's, <laughs> yeah. That is is really, really fascinating about what's, you know, what is going on 
So something I have noticed, Melody, in the article that you wrote, we added a couple of little sidebars mm-hmm. of other couples who have eloped in you know various varieties as we're talking about, and one of them mentioned that there was a bit of backlash yeah. from from the family, and in fact. Both of them, um, the other ones, I know they also had a bit of backlash because it's my family. There was a bit of shock when, you know, the wedding photos suddenly turned up and I was like, what? We didn't even know this was happening. Did you uh, explore that or come across that in, in your research or do you understand that that difficulty? Well, yeah, I I do understand that. And the people I interviewed did mention did talk about that a little bit as mm. well and it's true I mean a wedding uh, when, when two people get married it's it's pretty much a rite of passage right mm. and so everyone wants to be there to celebrate it mm-hmm. with you because it's such a happy occasion mm-hmm. and so people the initial the initial reaction that most people have would be who weren't invited to the elopement mm. is well a mix of anger and disappointment mm. don't you care about us yeah. yeah aren't we important to you yeah. but you know <laughs> this sounds terrible people get over things right <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you give it time people get over things but at, at the same time as well as is the couple if the couple takes the time to actually explain to them why they did what they did mm-hmm. uh, because of all the different factors that's involved mm. there comes to an understanding about why they decided to do what they did. Mm. So it's it's just a matter of time of explaining to the people why they chose to elope instead of throw a wedding. It wasn't because they didn't care. Mm-hmm. It was just because of their own personal reasons that they had to do, they made their choice. Mm. Could be finance, could be simplicity, like like you're saying. You yeah. Know. Wow, because that, that is a challenge. Because I guess when, when I think about the, the function of a wedding, in some ways... It's inviting your family, your extended family, your friends, your community yep. to support you in the commitment that you've made yep. you know, to, to your spouse. Does and is, is an elopement at risk of, I don't know, weakening that, that commitment or that support that you might have from people around you? Well, I guess you need to remember that today's elopement involves not just the couple and the official and a couple of witnesses. Mm-hmm. They do actually invite, usually the average number of elope, elopements happen about 10 people. Mm-hmm. And So there are still some key people there. Yeah. It's like when you face, when you face, or maybe it's just an introvert and me speaking. Yeah. The key people in your lives probably don't number in the hundreds. Yeah, true. And so what you're doing is you're actually inviting the key people that who are already in your lives mm-hmm. to witness it. And these are the people that who are there to support you, to keep you accountable, to, to encourage you. And they are there. They are actually there for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But I mean, it's, it's interesting, you know, if it's that much hassle, if you want the simplicity, if you, you don't want the expense, why get married at all? I mean, these days there are a lot of couples who are, are de facto, they live together, they're happy. The the social sort of stigma of, you know, in inverted commas, living in sin isn't there, you know, so much anymore. So why do people still want to get married? It's, I think part of it has to do with uh, it's the age old tradition that, you know, it's mm-hmm. been happening 
weddings have marriages have been happening for a long time mm-hmm. but there is also a, a one of one of the other people I interviewed who mm. does family ministries for the church oh, this is Trafford Fisher yes he, he's mentioned. Yeah, okay. yes and he he actually says that marriages and weddings still matter because it shows that you are actually making a legal commitment but i'm thinking more that it's it's more about the fact that you are actually making a stand for something mm-hmm. and i think that is what counts mm. and that is what is important to couples a, a wedding however big or small is still a, a statement a public statement uh like you say, a rite of passage, you, yep. you cross a line at that point. And from, from a Christian perspective, that is actually really important because it's usually, it, it, well, it is in a marriage ceremony in mm-hmm. which you invite God to witness this and to bless it and to be part of the marriage. So for Christians, a marriage isn't just two people. A marriage is actually involving three parties. Mm. It's the husband, the wife and God. Mm. And so as God as my as my witnesses people yeah. often say yeah but he isn't just a witness he's as God as my other spouse essentially mm. wow and and that that for Christians that is extremely important mm. and you can't you can't just have that happening when you do a de facto relationship because de facto relationships you just kind of fall into it mm. it just happens there isn't a there isn't a major ceremony or major witness even even in an elopement there is still major witnesses involved yeah no that's that's really interesting and and i think uh was it also trafford in your article who looked at the statistics of uh, de facto couples versus married couples when it comes to staying together in my interview with trafford which never made it into the article mm-hmm. i believe he actually did mention that marriage marriages do actually last longer than de facto because there is that extra level of commitment mm. okay that's that's really interesting i think that's probably not something that's broadly appreciated in, in society you know people say our oh, marriage is just a piece of paper or you know i'm not a christian and it's a just a thing christians do but it does seem there's a a deep psychological impact. You know. Yeah, and the and the the crazy well the funny thing is is that marriages isn't it's adopted by the Christian Church mm. and it has been for a really long time. Mm. Weddings, actually, I should say, mm. marriage. While well, the first marriage, as Christians believe, was ordained by God through Adam and Eve, so marriage is a Christian construct. But mm. weddings. Maybe not. I've heard people say that. They've said, and there in the Garden of Eden, God prefer, performed the first wedding ceremony between Adam and Eve. But when I... She walked down the wedding with a wedding dress, <laughs> well, with when, a Bible boy. <laughs> when I flick through those first chapters of Genesis, I don't see a wedding mentioned there, and I certainly don't see a wedding dress mentioned there. I read they were naked and not ashamed. But um, So what... what how do people understand that 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 God ordained marriage like based on that that Genesis account? Where, where do think, they get that from? I think the problem with a lot of what we view the first marriage, etc., is is that there is a bit of a mix up of what constitutes a marriage and what constitutes a wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so God ordained the first marriage in that he ordained the commitment between man and woman mm. and God. That's the mm. marriage, the uh, relationship. Okay. It does actually say, doesn't it, that after God created Eve, he brought her to the man. 
Yeah. And he said, this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. So in that sense, it's almost like God walking Eve down the aisle towards <laughs> Adam in some ways, isn't it? But that's a, to me, it's a pretty long bow to draw to go from that verse to, oh, there was a whole wedding shebang. Yeah. But, uh, but the principle of marriage is that you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's a principle of marriage that God has ordained that mm. it's it's a relationship, it's a close relationship, exclusive relationship between a man and a woman mm. and God. Mm. And there are some pretty, I guess, foundational verses there. Like as I said before, Adam says, you know, Eve is like bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, and then it also says that what does it say? For this reason, it's often quoted at weddings. For this reason, shall a man leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. You know, that's a pretty sort of foundational notion, isn't it? Yeah, and the feminists and me just have to say that you know it's an equal relationship. Yeah, well, that's right. Because the other thing that it says is, and God created humanity in His image, male and female, He made them. Yeah. So that tells us that yeah, both male and female are equally made in in God's image. Well, wow. yeah. Uh, what about through the rest of the Bible? Do you see a um, an, an idea of marriage being explored there, like good marriages, bad marriages? What what lessons do you find there? Ah, uh, there are a lot of. Bad marriages <laughs> in in the Bible itself as well. I think the main the main one that actually came to mind is the whole uh, Abraham and Hagar yeah. and Sarah. Yeah. Yes, I guess the I guess the first one that really comes to mind is the whole marriages of Abra- the marriage of Abraham and Sarah, mm-hmm. and how he decided to take another. Well, he didn't really take another wife. Did he really take another wife? He just well, basically... She, she, she uh, Sarah gave her maidservant to Abraham and said, here, re- reproduce with her because yeah. it looks like I'm infertile. Yeah. It's yeah. not It's not technically a wife, I suppose, but it's well, mother of his child. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess to, to take it back... I've, to take it back one step is that there are, there have been good marriages in the Bible. Mm. There are bad marriages in the Bible. But mm. the, the problem is is that we are still all human. Yeah. And so, while marriage is a sacred thing, while marriage is something that's been created by God, humans, as humans, we as humans do tend to mess things up. You're not wrong about that. And I, I remember when... Um I was working as a social worker and I'd meet people who were, you know, in the middle of relationship difficulties and I'd often say to them, you know, it's funny, isn't it, how we treat the people we love the most the worst. Oh, yeah, for sure. Why is that? I don't, I, it's a really, it's a really interesting concept because, yeah, we are so much shorter, so much more impatient. Mm-hmm. So much ruder with yeah. the people that we love that are closest to us. We think I can be myself. I can let it all hang out. And unfortunately, that comes out, like you say, in rudeness, impatience. Yeah. Wow. So, got any uh, secrets for a happy marriage, Melody? You've been married six years now. You, yeah, I've e- got even had a child and everything. So, what? I should be taking marriage advice from you, Mister Married well, in 1996. Well, right. I'm coming up. Yeah, 25 years, I think. <laughs> That yeah. is a long oh, no. time. 20? 25? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm not good at math. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I've got a sick, yeah, 25 coming up within the next few years, I think. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. But yeah, well, I mean, through through all the different experts that I've talked to, through my, you know, mums at the table, we deal with marriages and stuff like that, is the main thing that I've heard consistently come through, which I have actually found to be true as well, is communication. Mm. In a nice way, <laughs> I should add. Not <laughs> yes. short, not impatient. Yes, it, it, c- communicating well is not the same thing as blurting out whatever thought comes into your head or mm. whatever feeling you're feeling. Yeah. yeah, wow. 
So what, what is good communication then? I think it's just basically taking the time to understand each other and to actually tell to tell the other person how you're feeling. If you're feeling frustrated, say it, but don't say it in a accusing manner. Mm-hmm. And especially, I think as a woman, this is something that I tend to fall into as well, which is really bad, is the whole, oh, you should know how I'm feeling. I'm not going to oh, tell yeah. you the silent R- treatment. Read my mind. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Yeah, that one. I've been there. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I really like what you say about expressing your feelings, though, because it's really easy to blame, you know, you've made me feel blah, you know, rather than owning the feeling and, you know, yeah. taking responsibility for, responsibility for it. You know? Oh, the number of times when I've got, you know, what you did previously, I actually felt a little bit ex, et cetera, et cetera. I felt a little bit like this. Mm-hmm. And the look on my husband's face says it all. He's like, what? I didn't even realize it. And there I am taking offense and getting hurt and everything else. And I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. So, and it, it actually mm. helps you, because then you talk it through and then it's yeah. fine. And you can't be mad at someone for being stupid. <laughs> 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 I mean, if someone's ignorant and just has no idea, I mean, oh, yeah. I suppose after you've told them three or four times that this is how I'm likely to react in these situations, it can get a bit frustrating if they still don't get it, I guess. But, hey, like you say, no one's perfect, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. Some marriage tips from Melody Tan, uh, editor of Mums at the Table magazine. Thanks so much uh, for writing the article for us and for coming on Science of the Times Radio today. No problems. Today's episode was based on an article appearing in this month's Science of the Times magazine. A subscription is just $26 for 11 issues a year. To find out more, visit signsofthetimes.org.au. Signs of the Times has been published in Australia since 1886 and is proudly produced by Adventist Media.